Today's sponsor for TFE is brought to you by Amazon's Audible.com service, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio. Hello, good night, and Sitaram to all my listeners of TFE Radio Trinidad. This is episode four, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I am your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro, for Saturday, November 21st, 2020. Thank you very much for joining us here this week. This is already our fourth week, our fourth week of shows. Wow. The network is off and running. Thank you to everybody who has been listening, downloading, sharing, subscribing, sending donations, using the Amazon Audible service link, you know, giving nothing but positive feedback, joining us on social media, you know, sending text messages, WhatsApp, you know, everything, man. Thank you very much. We're only going to get bigger, better, and stronger with this show with your help and your ears as the listening audience. It is Saturday, November 21st, as I said, or as we say, Saturday. And this is the good, the bad, the ugly. I am going to actually start off with the good, which is, you know, hence the order in which this is being said. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is actually a segment that I usually finish the show off with, but because there is a couple of Let's just face it, really fucked up things when it comes to the ugly side of Trinidadian culture and Trinidad that's happening right now. I will start with the good. So the good is the Trini food craving of the week. Now, I've had a strong, 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 strong craving for this food, for this particular dish for some time. And I'm getting to it, and it's just making my mouth water right now. I am so hungry. I want to have this. So the Trini food craving of the week is curry shrimp and aloo with paratha, with paratha roti, or boss-up shot, to be more exact. Oh, my God. I am an aloo fan. I was told, as I've said before, I would turn into an aloo with all the aloo that I I would eat. And again, if you're not Trinidadian, you don't understand what aloo is. Aloo is potato. I love potato. Curry shrimp and aloo. Curry shrimp and potato with boss-up shot is one of my favorite dishes of all time. One of my favorite Trinidadian dishes of all time. One of my favorite West Indian dishes of all time. I It's probably in my top five. Like, oh my God, so good. I've been having this craving for some time. I think when I probably finish off this show and eventually get to, you know, the editing and saving and, you know, sending up the shows for you, the listener, I'm going to organize something where I can get like big, big, uh, uh, like trays of curry shrimp and aloo because I am so hungry and I am just, I don't have the patience to cook it right now myself, even though I could. Yes, I can cook. And yes, I can cook this. I can very much cook this. 
if you'd like to see how it's actually made, uh, I don't have a video of how I make it right now up on YouTube, but you can actually go to see, uh, you know, my loved ones there on Trinidad uh, side of things that live in Trinidad. Uh, eventually, when they put their YouTube channel up and get it going, you will see that. I will then announce uh, my loved ones there that who are putting up their YouTube channel because it's going to be cooking channel from what I understand. But in the meantime, you can go check out Cristela Rosa. I always shout them out. You could always check out Trinity Cooking with Natasha. You can cook. Uh, you can cook your dish uh, according to Taste of Trini, uh, and you, or some other um, individuals that are on the YouTube channels. Uh, I found a new one. I believe his name is uh, Vadesh or Adesh. I can't remember actually, but. Um, I found a new YouTuber doing his thing. I believe it's his wife or his girlfriend or someone that is actually doing the cooking in most of the videos. Um, I will find the actual name of this person. Let me get to it right now, actually. Should be fresh in my search. Um, the name of the person that I found on YouTube that is in Trinidad, and I'm very happy that they are a YouTuber and that they're doing some kind of content much like how i've been um I, i've been encouraging i've been encouraging all of you that especially if you live in trinidad to get your, your yourself organized you know fix up your business come on to the platforms of social media and go ahead and do like a youtube channel uh you know, a self-help book or any kind of self-published books or makeup or modeling or whatever the case may be or business owner or restaurateur or whatever the case. And uh, this particular individual, it goes by the name on YouTube of Trini Life with Vedesh. And I found him recently and I'm already uh, a bunch of videos deep into watching his content and the stuff that he's doing. Uh, there has been a number of uh uh, cooking videos that I've watched. Uh, obviously, Vadesh is a man, so uh, when you're looking at the videos, it's actually a woman doing the cooking, so I'm not sure who that is exactly to him. Again, it could be girlfriend, wife, fiance, sister, mother. I don't, I don't think it's mother, though, because they, no offense to the old heads, but the, uh, the hands are very young. <laughs> but anyhow, I really like Trini Life with Vadesh. I'd like to see more and encourage more of that. You know, that positivity and seeing my fellow Trinidadians that live in Trinidad doing their thing and getting this uh, YouTube money, getting this social media money, getting this uh, influencer money, getting this, um, you know, this, this modern day way of making money type of money. I'd like to see uh, people doing their thing. And I'd I encourage, strongly encourage more people like Vadesh or, um, you know, at Trini Cooking with Natasha or... Um, uh, you know, Taste of Trini and, um, ah, jeez, what's his name again? Anyway, I forgot his name, but yeah, uh, Devon X and Roxy James and all the rest of them that have, you know, stepped up and doing their thing. And my loved one is going to come out with her, uh, YouTube channel. I'm looking forward to seeing that because I've seen some of the videos and the way that she's, uh, she shot the videos for me to show me how she's made some of my favorite dishes. I've seen it and it, she's going to do very, very well. 
uh, and the way that she shot it is very much because she she pays attention to what happens on youtube so um she consumes content on the youtube uh channels and she she sees how it's done so she immediately has picked up and is a quick learner of how to shoot her videos a certain way where it's not her as the focus it is her cooking so i'm looking forward to that and eventually i will push that on the show this show and then you can go and check her out and see what she's up to with her cooking videos and all that but uh, yeah check out some of these people um, and go and see how you can make my favorite dish of uh or one of my favorite dishes, one of my top five favorite dishes of curry shrimp and aloo with boss up shot. You know, boss up shot is my favorite roti in case I haven't already mentioned that. I make it myself. It's very simple to make, but again, it's simple for me. And again, it doesn't have to be because I'm Trinidadian because I did have to learn how to make it and make it properly. Just like I had to make curry shrimp properly and aloo properly. You know, it was hit and miss when I first started to do it wasn't very good when I started to do it and it's not something I make very often because who am I cooking for you know and I'm going to be honest I live alone you know I I um I don't have anyone to cook for so um you know I'm I've been assured by my loved ones including the um the young lady that will be doing the YouTube channel soon um her cooking channel that she will be making these dishes for me but I mean obviously I have to you know stay away from trying to eat the same stuff all the time and learn how to make some of these West Indian dishes, being that I am Trinidadian, plus but I've been living on my own for almost 20 years now. But I, you know, like I, I do need to, um, I still need to learn certain dishes from the Trinidad menu, the Trinidad um, way of cooking. I know how to cook a lot of these things. Again, I know how to cook curry shrimp and aloo. I know how to cook um, dal and rice and curry goat and dal and rice and curry chicken. You know, obviously different types of roti. Bossup shop being my favorite one. I'm learning how to make um, my favorite type of snack slash pastry on the planet, and that is currants roll. I already know how to make that, but I'm I'm perfecting it. So before I can start feeding anyone, you know, aloo pies, doubles, stuff like that. I know how to make all that, and obviously you know how to make the other types of stuff that you see people in their channels that are Trini and that are also Trinidad based or, you know, states abroad or Canada, or whatever, you know, they have their own ways of making, you know, more modern type of food, like, um, like their own version of the Italian spaghetti or the pizza or, you know, or stir fry or whatever, what have you. It's that, that little, um, little taste of Trini, no pun intended, that, um, you know, in order to make this, this, these, uh, type of dishes or whatever i know how to make all that stuff lasagna and scalloped potatoes and jerk chicken and all that so i know how to make all that stuff but curry shrimp and aloo i know how to make it i'm actually still perfecting it um you know another thing uh, along with that too is that you know curry shrimp and aloo with, with egg that's another thing i can make but again i'm perfecting it so i do know how to make my trini food um i'm not the greatest at it you know, I love my pepper sauce. I love my pepper and everything, but I do know how to make a lot of these dishes. The dal and rice and curry goat. I would say I'm one of the I'm I'm one of the most proudest people to make that. Being that I'm a beginner when it comes to making, um, you know, my uh, my motherland of of Trinidad type of food. But um, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But uh, if you are listening to this and curry shrimp and aloo. Would boss up shot roti makes you hungry? Go out and get yourself some. Of course, you know, you got a social distance. You know how it goes. You know, I know Trinidad is under lockdown with certain parts of the country as well with certain things. And 
it's a bit of a mess down there as it is over here in Toronto and other parts of the world when it comes to this whole COVID situation. But, you know, God bless Trinidad, God bless Toronto, God bless everywhere. And for those of you who haven't already seen, I, um, I just want to make sure that you, uh, ha for those of you who have checked me out on social media, I know that a lot of you have seen and do like um, my, uh, my, one of my latest posts. And I was like, I have to put this out. Because I'm like, I got it, it came to me, and I'm very happy. I could not wait for anyone to send it to me from Trinidad, so I got it myself. But, um, you know, you uh, you will see, uh, I would say probably tomorrow, I would put it up actually, just to be a bit more accurately. So the 22nd, I'm going to put up a little something that you will see that I picked up online that is very, very cool, very, very cool, and very, very much is very, very appropriate for this show, being that I am from Toronto, I am from Toronto, Canada, being that I'm also Trinidadian, I'm a uh, Canadian Trinidadian, if you want to put it more accurately, and so what I would pull up, I would put up, post up on my social media, starting with Instagram, at TFE Navarro, that's T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O, you will see my post, um, this one particular item that I, po I, I will post up um, and that I had picked up online, I had bought online. I'm very proud of this particular thing and it very much coincides with this show, with me as a person and of course the current pandemic that's going on. So you'll see, you'll see what it is. I'll probably give it away just with the, the mention of the pandemic, but you'll see, you'll see what it is. Uh, so make sure you go check my social media out for that particular post, T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O. That's T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O. T-F-E Navarro on social media. Start with Instagram and you'll see because that's where I'm going to post it up first. It's very cool, very cool. And it had finally come in. And then something else had come in basically within the same week, within the same seven days. That is also um, related to this show. Anyhow... Um, what else can I say about one of my favorite dishes? I mean, it's something that I grew up eating. It's something that I can never get enough of. You know, every time I go to my mom, well, when I used to go to my mom's place, but uh, when I would go check my uh, my aunt there in the West End of Toronto, um, you know, she lives in a nice area of Toronto. I would go there and she would always have that ready and prepared, nice, hot and fresh, you know, curry, shrimp and curry aloo together and boss up shot roti or some kind of roti and it was like it's it's like a tradition now whenever i go there this is what she has and it, i just i love it and there's always extra and i'm always eating like my always eyes my, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach I, that's what i'm trying to say here i'm getting tongue twisted here my eyes are always bigger than my stomach but when it comes to the food that my aunt is cooking there oh my gosh i just lose it i i I've, I've posted a pictures of it on my social media. Again, if you go to TFE Navarro, you can see. Uh, just scroll through and you will see that I have posted a pictures of when I've been at my aunt's place there in the West End of uh, Toronto. And I've had the same exact dish that I'm having a monster craving for right now. You know, so and get your mind out the gutter. You thought I was going to say a monster something else, right? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I know Trinidad is... Well, anyway, I won't get into that, all that right now. <laughs> Anyhow, but um, 
that's it for me, man. This is it. I mean, uh, that's that's it for me. That's the good of Trinidad. I mean, the food, of course. You know, you would slap your granny for the food in Trinidad. It is the best food on the planet, bar none. So if you are not Trinidadian or you are Trinidadian and you're missing the Western, you're missing Trini food, find your local place, your local Trinidadian joint. If there is one around you or you got to go and shop, uh, shop around and look for somewhere that, that has it or you got to go a distance, go ahead and support them because that's what I also want to support is and i do and you can see for again from my social media i support trinidadian businesses especially ones that are um, you know obviously in trinidad first and foremost but businesses that are also you know because i live here in toronto uh, i feel like there's not enough this is a whole another topic a whole another discussion for a whole another and a whole nother show, a whole nother episode. And I will get to it. Again, long shelf life with this show. So I will get to it. But, you know, there is not enough Trinidadian owned restaurants in this city. I do not see enough. And I hope that somebody would step up. I, I, hell, if you even want to partner with me, and let's, if you're about your business as I am, let's sit down and you're, you, you come with it, you come with the seriousness, let's sit down. I'm putting it out there. If you live in Toronto, or even if you live just outside of Toronto, if you live in Mississauga, Brampton, Malton, Milton, whatever, I'm with it. Let's get down to it. Let's get to business. Let's open a Trinidad restaurant. How you like that? Trinidadian authentic restaurant. There's not enough of them in the city. Funny enough, there is not enough. There's one up the street from me, Danforth Roti. We call it Omotis. I know the young lady, the lovely young lady who's... um. Uh, who was working there, was running the show there, and her mom was taking care of everything in the back room there and in, in the kitchen. But um, that is one of my favorite joints, favorite Trinidadian joints in the city. Uh, it's not far away from where I live, but it's really few and far in between of where these places are, where these Trinidadian places are. If you go further in Scarborough, again, I'm talking about Toronto, about Canada. If you go further east from me, uh, there is ACR Hot Roti and Doubles, where I had taken one of my... Uh, best friends to uh, celebrate um, a big monumental moment in his life uh, earlier this year. If you, again, if you see my Instagram, you'll see um, who I had taken and you'll see where I had taken them to. It was ACR Hot Roti and Doubles, the first time I had gone there ever, and the first time he had gone there. Um, you know, he had his criticisms about the, some of the food, but I loved it, of course, because, you know, I know how this stuff is cooked and, and prepared a little bit better, but I loved it and I'm definitely going to go back again. But again, like it's just very few and far in between. And then there's tropical nights where, you know, it's, it's, um, now I'm not uh, sh completely 100% sure about this now because they have switched locations obviously over the last six years or so from where up the street from where I was living to now even further in Scarborough, further east. They have now, um, I believe it's still the same Guyanese owned uh partners or uh administration regime whatever you want to call management but the food is very much a trinidadian has to be cooking it because the food is very trini very very trini because you can tell the difference you know this is not the stereotype guyanese and trinidadians but you could tell the difference between trinidadian food and guyanese food and i could tell the difference and the place tropical nights as i'm mentioning for those of you who live outside of canada and you come to canada and you want to go check out real what i feel like it seems to be very again i could be fooled but i you know i'm trini so i can't be fooled that that much with this if you go out there tropical nights 
shout out to tropical nights um you go there you try the food you will you will swear that it's a trinidadian cooking the food and i'm i'm pretty damn certain that it's a trini cooking the food in a guyanese own place now again the ownership part of it i'm not sure but anyhow go check them out but again these places are very few and far in between and 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 even though i love jamaican food it's very close and similar uh in preparation and, and dishes to trini food um you know jamaican places are like there are a lot they're very plentiful in this city just where i live there's at least three or four maybe even five in this area and there's one trini joint and there's no guyanese joints uh, my local chinese place actually uh, right up the street from me literally just 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 like a few minutes away from here they actually have uh it's it's chinese food and my friend there my friend jing she has told me she has family in trinidad and as you know if you live in trinidad um there is a lot of people that um, are are chinese trinis or chinese people who come over to trinidad to migrate and start businesses there she's got family there and she in fact has uh, family there but she has a cook in the back there who is chinese but he used to work in a um uh, and uh, this is not a, this is a it's it's not a novelty and it's not um it's not a foreign thing really but this particular gentleman who cooks in the back of golden walk chinese restaurant uh right over here by where i live you can look it up um my friend jing her cook actually was a cook for a guyanese owned restaurant so on the menu when you look up He's got, you know, Chinese, uh, Guyanese, uh, chow mein, and all this type of different Guyanese style of fry rice and whatever it is that have you. Um, I usually get the same stuff, so I'm not particularly certain of uh, the exact Guyanese style of food that they cook, except for the, the chow mein and all that. But yeah, I mean, they they have that, that, uh, that flavor of, of West Indian um, a part of their cooking. So you go and check out some of these places, but again, it's just few, few and far in between. Really, it really is. Um, you know, Jamaican joints. The Caribbean Ritz is a big place down here. It, uh, you know, there's one right up the street from me up by the mall. There, it's a, it's one of the biggest ones. Caribbean Ritz. That's a Jamaican joint. Uh, I love the food though. Uh, the one especially downtown, the Caribbean Ritz downtown. I especially love uh, that particular location of Caribbean Ritz, but. Um, you know, there's been controversy with one of the um, uh, one of the local Trinidadian places that is almost like a franchise, but Drew Patiz, uh, you know, there's been some issues there with um, one of the individuals that was running one of the locations uh, due to, unfortunately, racism and things of that nature. Uh, an Indian man, a in, uh, Trinidadian Indian, um, speaking disparagingly about, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter situation and anyhow uh they've been sort of boycotted but um you know there's other places in the city there's just not enough but anyhow uh having said that that is the good uh segment of this particular show entitled the good the bad and the ugly once again i'm your humble host and narrator and the professional badman himself <laughs> and i am a professional trinidadian by the way don't tell nobody. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> I'll be back after these messages. A word from our sponsor. This is TFE Radio Trinidad, Episode 4. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor.
Amazon's Audible service is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio. That's www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio and get started today. Welcome everybody back to TFE Radio Trinidad, episode 4, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, for Saturday, November 21st, 2020. Once again, I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. Thank you once again for joining us. This is our second segment, and this is the bad. This is the bad part of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly of this show. Now, The Bad is actually part 3 of... When I lived in Trinidad, January 1987 to forever. Well, I wanted to hightail it out of Trinidad as fast as I could after this particular incident happened. And I had touched base uh, on this last week. So I'm just going to jump right into it. So I'm living in Trinidad with my mom, my stepfather. We're living in his sister's house, big house. And there's a garage right beside the house. So it's right up his alley. That is his garage. He's a mechanic, certified. You know, that he does his business that way. That's how he's making money. And, you know, my mother, I I wasn't sure what my mother was doing at the time. I I don't remember. And I was going to school. In my off time, I would play with my friend Junior. My friend Junior lived in a smaller house that was next to the garage. So it was like... My aunt's house, then the garage right next to it, and then right, uh, right beside the uh, the garage, maybe a few feet away, was my friend Junior's house, and where him and his uh, sister or sisters lived, and his parents. Now, mind you, we had been always been playing together. When we had, I don't know, even know how we became friends. I don't remember how. I don't, because I mean, again, I'm recounting some things of this. This time living in Trinidad, that's like about 33 years, right? Or 33 years. The thing is, <clears throat> I always remember this particular story because it is a part of my time in Trinidad, unfortunately. When my friend Junior and I used to play, we used to usually play um, right there in the garage uh, where my stepfather and you know some of his workers and some of the other people that he would work with working on cars and whatnot, uh, would be doing their thing, doing their actual work, and we would be sort of off on the side if there was a car there that nobody was touching. You know, it was just sort of sitting there forever, probably never going to get worked on. Me and Junior would pick up some of the um, the sandpaper and, you know, and and some of the um, the materials to, to fill holes, some of the poly filler, whatever you call it, to, to use on the cars. And we would just pretend like we're fixing the car, right? So we would be doing this all the time. And then one day, um, we sort of strayed away from the usual plan. or You know, like I I said, the usual thing was to be working like, acting like we were working on the car. And we would actually just do stuff with the car, just do stuff on it. And hope one day it would turn into an actual piece of work for us that... You know, we would get paid and somebody would pay us for it. And we would fix these cars. So we were play pretending to be mechanics. So one day, 
we decided that we wanted to do something different, which was usually the case, and we would uh, we start we we would do other things. Now those other things, I'm not sure exactly what those other things were. Um, I think maybe we might have played you know soccer, aka football, um, you know with the soccer ball. We might have tried to play cricket. He might have I might have brought in some of my wrestling action figures outside, and or he might have come up to the house. That that, that stuff is very very blurry for me. But anyhow, I'm trying to tell a story. Follow along with me with if you can, um, as I flub over my words again. So this particular day. We were playing, and we were throwing little rocks at each other, little rocks. And we were gently throwing it at each other, as if we were trying not to hit each other, but we were like, this is the only thing we have. You know, he didn't have anything, I didn't have anything. You know, we came from nothing, so it's our, all right, this is what we're doing to play and pass our time. I, um... I guess I did not know my own strength. This is the first time I did not know my strength at all. I picked up, by accident, my, my, my thinking, my, my train of thought was not very good. Mind you, again, I'm eight years old, so I'm pretty stupid. So I picked up this particular big, I swear to God, it seemed like it was a boulder. And I lightly tossed it. Now, mind you, again, I just said, even at that age now, I don't know my own strength. Funny, the nickname is Strength. This is not how I got my name, my nickname, though, by the way. But I tossed the boulder accidentally a little bit too hard and a little bit too far. And it, 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 uh, I don't want to say good shot. But that's terrible. That's terrible. Junior, if you're out there somewhere, if you're still around and you're hearing this, please. (laughs) Please, this is... We can laugh about this now. Just try not to get me back. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so I took the boulder. It seemed like a boulder. It's like a rock, giant rock. And I picked it up and I threw it at him. And I thought it was going to just, you know, like gravity is not going to carry and, you know, actually hit target. You know, it's going to like the bottom drop out and just fall flat in front of him or something like that or near him or whatever. You know, we're tossing rocks at each other, right? I guess this is why they say that you can't throw rocks at the throne. But I'm boom. Anyhow, uh, (laughs) I tossed the rock at him, a.k.a. Boulder, and it landed on his knee, his, his bad knee, mind you. He had a giant cut like scab on his knee that he was nursing and it was getting better as they said that he had a sick knee and this boulder rock hit his knee and he went down like i shot him and all i remember is going junior junior are you okay are you okay brother get up please are you okay are you okay brother and he was like ah ah it hurt so much i Ah, shit. (laughs) It's one of the first times I ever heard somebody in front of me cost like that. But he's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. it hurts, man. It hurts. I was like, oh, God. I'm in trouble. I go, he's going to die. I'm going to to jail. (laughs) So it, 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 
was not a good look. It was not a good scene. Oh boy. I was in so much panic mode right at that moment. And I was looking at my my, my friend, my brother on the ground, clutching his knee. And I, I don't remember if there was blood or not, but he was in a lot of pain. And I could tell he was in pain. He was talking, but he was like murmuring stuff. And I could tell like whatever I just said is sort of what he was saying. But he was in pain and he was screaming out. Then his sister came, one of his sisters. I can't remember if he had two sisters. He had just the one. But his one sister did come out and came to see what was up and what was going on with Junior and see what we were up to. And she seen that he was down on the ground and she saw where I was. She saw the boulder and she said, Jamie, which is my birth name. She's like, Jamie, you have to go. You have to go. You have to get out of here. I was like, oh, what? I was like, oh, God, I'm going to jail for sure. Now she's telling me to get out of here. I don't know. She had my back, but... I don't know. <laughs> she didn't want to have to answer to the fact that I was probably going to die and she had to explain to my mother why I was dead. But um, Junior was on the floor and he was not getting up. And I was so, so, so scared. It's one of the rarest times I've ever been genuinely scared. I, 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 I hightailed it, boy. I dust it. I went back into the house and I went into my room and I just kept a low profile as much as possible. Now, I don't remember if it was the same day or if it was the next day or a day or two later. My mother came in, seen me, and she said, she goes, what happened? What happened with you and Junior? I said, we were playing. And she said um, something to the effect, again, I'm paraphrasing. Again, this was a long time ago. But she said something to the effect of, you know, Junior was in the hospital. I said, oh, shit he's dead she's like no 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 he's not dead <laughs> he's alive he's okay but you know you you know all you were playing a bit too rough i said i i told her my i told my mom i said um i go it was my fault i go we weren't playing too rough she goes but why were you guys playing with rocks or whatever i said it, well we didn't have anything else and i said that it wasn't exactly a rock it was like more like a mini boulder i threw at him and my mother was just like shaking her head and she just couldn't believe that, you know, her little, her little pitney went and did this to his, his best friend. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible now to listen to it, to talk about it. I mean, it's terrible to laugh about it, but he was in the hospital. Needless to say, I don't remember if I ever saw him again after that or if we ever played together again after that. But I do remember at some point, I think I might have seen him with like a real like big gauze like bandage around his knee and whatever. I'm sure if I remember correctly now that I'm thinking about it, I'm sure I did get actually a chance to see him again and maybe speak with him. But I, I, I did get a chance now that I think about it. I did say that I was very sorry. I did say I was very sorry to him and I just could not stop saying sorry. I remember that part and I don't think that we really played too much together because um, I think that was closer to the middle to the end, somewhere in the middle to the towards the end of my stay living in Trinidad. Now, mind you, again, that wasn't the reason why we moved from Trinidad because I was this little badass kid who put his own friend in the hospital by accident. I think it was just other things, right? Which eventually I'll get to. But my friend Junior, if you're out there somewhere, my brother, I am so sorry. I am so sorry again. I put you in the hospital by accident. You know. Being a street guy, 
or a former shrieker, you know, normally be like, yeah, hey, I put that fucker in the hospital and he's done, he's toe tagged and he's out of here. Nah, 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 this was not something to be proud of when I did that by accident through that at his knee and I should have been more mindful. Again, I was totally stupid back then. I didn't know shit. I didn't know shit about shit. But, um, you know, it just, it was unfortunate because, um, it, it wasn't like I had a lot of friends in that area. You know, again, it's like village area, right? It's village, you know, which for the most part, Trinidad is, is villages, right? But I, I had damaged my, 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 um, I was my, one of my best friends at the time. He was my, one of my best friends and I had put him in a hospital by accident. I could not stop just being so afraid, so scared because I think I was also afraid of my stepfather. My mother packed a real big mean punch when she was ready to, which I'll get to a story some other time about how I thought I was being slick with my mother when we were living in Trinidad, but I'll get to that as time goes on. Another story for another time when I lived in Trinidad, but there, so yeah, there you have it. I put Junior in the hospital by accident as I threw this ridiculously oversized boulder-like rock at his knee. Um, he had already injured it and whatever, and it was just terrible. I just, I remember crying. I remember being so afraid and scared, thinking that I had killed my friend. And, you know, I was so naive back then. And again, as the stories of my time in Trinidad continues, I will get more into how naive I really was. Um, including one particular story I'll get to where I realized that nothing in life is for free, which I think I'll save for next week on the 28th, the fifth week of the TFU Radio Network television, excuse me, television, I wish, uh, you know, podcast network presentation of TFU Radio Trinidad. I will get to it. I will talk to you about how I found out first time that nothing in life is for free. I especially learned this living in Trinidad and this one particular moment in time, which I'll get to next week, as I said. Um, however, um, I never heard anything again about Junior. I don't even know if he's still alive. I don't know what's going on. I, I you know, because with the exception of a few people that thankfully I was able to keep in touch with after leaving Trinidad and uh, gotten a chance to again see them. Um, after so many years living in Trinidad, again, starting from 95, lived there in 87, then from 95, finally coming back after eight years later, and then between 95 and 97, the loved ones that I was able to remember and meet and get to know even better, and family, uh, having lived in Trinidad, and then gotten reintroduced to them and reacquainted with them, you know, I don't have a whole lot of um, relationships like with a junior to speak of because there is no no relationship there because they just completely lost touch it's unfortunate um and, you know it, I'm, I'm grateful to him too because he he could have made a bigger deal out of it you know and it's just that because it was such a damaging blow to his knee that he ended up in the hospital but you know he he was still my friend after he was still my brother I was still his brother. He knew it was an accident. It could have happened to me. could have happened to him. But I felt more bad than anything that I had done that by accident to him. Mind you, I would never have done that purposely to him. You know, I loved him too much. He was a good dude. You know, we had a lot of great times together. We always got along. We had a good chemistry, you know, and we just, we, we always, we always went down good with each other. You know what I mean? So we always got down good with each other's, uh, you know, demeanors and 
personalities and we were always you know the closest of friends closest of boys and just that moment is what really damaged the whole thing and that was my fault so again junior if you're alive somewhere and you finally realize that it's me behind this microphone i uh i hope you seek me out and you uh, you find me on social media and because uh, i've seen stranger things happen i've seen people come and, and, and reconnect with me after like 20 years, 25 years, whatever the case, from Trinidad. And, and, and you know, the rest is history. So um, if you're out there, Junior, please get in contact with me. And, uh, you know, I'd like to say sorry again, and I'm so sorry. And again, I hope you don't try to get me back for real because I'm a lot bigger and I don't take shit from anybody. So <laughs> I said sorry, and that's enough, okay? So... And I'm doing it for the world to hear now. But that is my story of TFE Radio Trinidad. And when I lived in Trinidad, January 1987 to forever. And that is the bad segment of this particular show. And of course, we have our third and final segment coming up. Where it is the unfortunate, we have to get to it, the ugly of Trinidad. I am not going to come up here and sugarcoat and be passive aggressive like some people I know uh, in, that live in Trinidad. I'm not going to name names, but I do not sugarcoat how things are. Being Trinidadian, having dealt with other tr fellow Trinidadians, and my opinions, I do not bite my tongue for anybody, as you'll tell from this show and my other shows. TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored and TFE Radio Wrestling. I do not bite my tongue for anybody, for anything. I speak the truth. I'm very straightforward. I'm a straight shooter. You know, I am a former street guy who is not afraid to admit to the things that I've done wrong. That was one of those things that as a kid I did wrong. And I know that ruined the relationship between me and Junior, even though it seemingly was cool with us afterwards. But, you know, it is what it is. I am very much... A very, very solid person, as you'll eventually find out. And if you're not finding that out by now. And I'm sure that he's okay. I, I hope that he's alive and well somewhere and he's doing well. And, uh, you know, he eventually he eventually uh, sees me, finds me somehow, and we can reconnect. And again, I can, um, you know, wish him all the best and hopefully reconnect and... Even if he just wants to tell me to go fuck myself or whatever, at least I'll get a chance to talk to him. Or if he just wants to tell me that, you know what, that was a funny story when you look back at it and let's just, you know, ride off into the sunset and be friends again. <laughs> who knows? I mean, who knows? But again, with this show, I'm going to have a lot of confessions about my time in Trinidad. When I used to visit Trinidad, I'm going to have a lot of things on the go with this show. There's going to be a lot of eventual guests, a lot of eventual like uh, special presentations of things that stood out the most for me being Trinidadian and things that I love the most. You know, I will talk about everything from Denise Plummer to um, uh, Brother Marvin to the songs that really have touched me, including from Brother Marvin, uh, um, you know, Jahaji Bai, and, you know, um, Babalal and Kachan, you know, Soko Chutney, you know, Calypso, Michelle Montano, Basil D. Um, I'm going to talk about, you know, all the food, all the good, the bad, the ugly. This is not just the only episode I'll talk about the good and bad, the ugly. This one was particularly named the way it was because 
I literally, when I was laying out the show, because I usually do bullet points for the show, I'm just pulling the veil back on this show and how I prepare for this particular show, TFE Radio Trinidad. I had bullet points and I was like, man, I go, I've got literally good, the bad, and the ugly here to talk about for this week's episode. So you're getting it, but every week you're pretty much going to get more of the same. But I'm going to try to make it as different as possible. And of course, I'm going to have, as I said, guests on here, interviews, you know, co-hosts, you know, people. Uh, it could be either family members. It could be, um, you know, loved ones, family members or loved ones living in Trinidad. It could be colleagues that are in Trinidad or live abroad or whatever the case may be that are hardcore Trinidadians that, you know, love the country, but also like myself, have a lot of issues with the country and some of the issues stem from the people and and uh, sort of how we treat ourselves there at Trinidad, um, whether it be race, color, creed, or religion. So I will cover everything. I will cover everything. If you're hearing any noise in the background, it's just our little uh, audience here that we have keeping me company in the TFE Radio Studios. But anyway, having said that, that was the bad Junior, God bless, God help you wherever you are, you know, I hope that you're alive and well and doing tremendously and your knee is as strong as possible. Funny enough, quick story just to tell you, and I'll eventually get to the actual story, but I guess my karma came back to me because from what I remember, it was his right knee that I had injured uh, or re-injured and he ended up in the hospital back in 99. So what is that? 12 years later, the 12-year curse, I ended up with serious knee problems where I, it was the only real major injury or issue I've ever had health-wise, except for the panic and anxiety attacks that I had later on in uh, about 2011 or so. I ended up with what seemingly was um, early signs of arthritis in my left knee turned out that it was actually blood in my knee again i'll get into this story some other time but i had knee problems later on so how you like that that was my karma and i'm not afraid to say it that was my karma so junior i did get my karma some other way thankfully i was able to survive it and i hope that you did too which i'm sure you did um you know again it's not funny but <laughs> you know i don't want to make this over dramatic but i had my own problems knee wise and um Long story short, again, I get to the story, the actual story later on throughout the existence of this show and maybe some of the other shows. Um, I did, in fact, was facing surgery at one point, and a lot of things were in jeopardy, including my paycheck. So I had to rush back to work and hop around like, funny enough, a bunny. And I am a bunny daddy, for those of you who do not know this. So you see how that all comes together? <laughs> but anyhow, I ended up with a um, what I later would come to find out was a steroid shot, which was aka a cortisone shot in my knee. Eventually cleared it up and then I was good to go after and I have not looked back since. My legs have been stronger than ever. Uh, I do a lot of walking. A lot of walking by myself. But anyhow, I'm done. For now, we're going to the third and final segment after these messages. This is TFE Radio Trinidad, episode four. We'll be back after these messages. A word from our sponsor. Why Amazon's Audible? 
Amazon's Audible content includes more than 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Be sure to use our unique URL at www.audibletrial.com TFE radio to get started today. And we are back here with TFE Radio Trinidad, episode four, the good, the bad, and the ugly, our third and final segment. Once again, I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. I am your professional badman, your professional Trinidadian. <laughs> I uh, had to get to the ugly here, okay? This actually is separated in three parts. Now, again, if you are living in Trinidad, you have heard of what has happened here with these particular stories that were in the headlines over the last week or so, the last few days. This is the ugly side of Trinidad that a lot of people don't see and don't know about, is not talked about. Again, I will not sugarcoat anything. I will not let act or, or behave like everything is, is, you know, is box of fluffy ducks in Trinidad. Because it's not. You've heard me speak about certain things when it comes to the culture, when it comes to the certain issues that are plaguing the country, including crime and murder. And unfortunately, the, the rise of suicides and, you know, just different types of fuckery that's going on in the country. I will not bite my tongue. But here we go with the first thing. So this was um, the first story. This was the ugly. Okay, so this comes from the CNC3 app, which I have. So, in other words, this comes from CNC3, which is a big news outlet in Trinidad, or media house as they call it. This was just, this was something else. I, um, okay, well, I don't know how to, how to explain this, but I'm just going to do it just as straightforward as I can. I'm going to read the actual article from CNC3, the app. And I'm going to then give you my thoughts about what I thought about this whole situation here. Uh, I'm just waiting actually for it to load right at the moment. I don't know what's happening here. But uh, let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Um, all right. Dead air, dead air. I know it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, one moment. I'll be back. My apologies, everybody. Sorry. There's a bit of a technical problem here in the TFU Radio Studios. So this actually comes from, as I said, CNC3, the app. Um, this was from literally two days ago. This was from the CNC3 app. And... This was the headline, businesswoman, daughter, businesswoman and daughter killed in ambush. Uh, there's a picture of this young lady. She looks familiar. I don't know her personally, but she does look familiar. Uh, it was ABC flower shop owner Roshani Sandy, who was shot dead alongside her daughter at Dynasty Trace North Karapachima yesterday. Karapachima is a part of Trinidad, of course, as you know. Um, a... The individual who wrote this story is a Rondor Daulat Ross Rostand. Rondor Daulat Rostand. 
A popular Kanupia flower shop owner and her daughter were last night killed in Karapachayama as they boarded a car to go to their home in Kanupia. Sandy Khan, owner of ABC Flower Shop at Jerningham Junction, Kanupia, and her daughter Stephanie Khan were killed when gunmen and ambushed them as they boarded a car at a relative's house at Dynasty Trace North Joyce Street, Karapachayama. Khan's three grandchildren, ages eight, seven, and one, escaped the, unta- escaped the attack unhurt. Jesus. According to a police report, at about 7.30 p.m., six family members were in a vehicle reversing out of the driveway when two men wearing black masks walked alongside it and opened fire on them. The children's mother, Stephanie, and her mother, Sandy, died on the scene. Police officers on the scene where a mother and her daughter were shot dead at Dynasty Trace North Carapachima yesterday. That is the picture caption. And if you go to the actual CNC3 app or their website or whatever, you can see what, um, what picture I'm speaking about. The driver, a Venezuelan national and close friend of Stephanie, was also shot but managed to leave the scene in a waiting vehicle, according to eyewitnesses. Police said he went straight to the Chaguanas Health Facility for treatment. A neighbor who did not want to be identified last night said he was watching television when he heard the gunshots. Quote, it sounded like bamboo busting, but we realized it was gunshots and when we looked out, we saw the Spanish bleeding and walking out and getting into a car. Unquote. Khan's stepmother said Khan's brother read about the incident on Facebook. Oh, jeez. And then there's a picture of Stephanie. Very nice looking young lady. Looks like she had a lot going for her, obviously. Mom, same thing. Stephanie Kahn, this is again the caption for the picture of Stephanie. Stephanie who was shot. Stephanie Kahn, who was shot and killed along with her mother, Roshni Sandy, at Dynasty Trace North Joyce Road Carpachima yesterday. Quote When we went to the police station, we saw the children there. Then we decided to come on the scene to see what happened. We don't know who or why. It is shocking, unquote. Police officers had the vehicle the victims were in removed to campus Komodo for a forensic analyst. Up to last night, the officers were still on the scene. A motive is yet to be established. That is unfortunate. If Again, if you see the pictures of these young ladies, of these ladies, um, they look of, of her mom. Her mom doesn't look like she could be any more older than I am like I'm 41 I'm going on 42 in December uh, in a few weeks daughter looks like she could yeah her daughter looks like she could be maybe in her I don't think there was ages given here I don't believe so Uh, I'm sure in the actual bigger reports on the site there is more to the story Um, however this is what I have uh, gathered from this article um stephanie looks like she could be somewhere in her her mid to late maybe her mid-20s perhaps maybe 25 26 probably maybe a little bit older who knows but um it's unfortunate unfortunate you know uh, the mother had a it's seemingly a very um very popular very good business going for her and you see how quick it could happen just like that we're not promised tomorrow i know it may sound corny to you now but it is what it is 
We're not promised tomorrow. Just like that, they're gone. You know, ambushed. And for what? We don't know. Like, like it, the, the article ends, you know, um, a motive has yet to be established. You know, which is usually the case. A lot of the times you don't find out immediately. But um, my prayers and thoughts to the Khan family. And I hope that, um, you know... Um, I hope those poor children that are survived and um, the Venezuelan uh, individual, I hope that they can find um, uh, lower ground to basically just go and recuperate and recover from this huge, massive, major loss. Again, this is the ugly that goes on in Trinidad. You know, where just random shit like this happens and there's no reason why it happens or why or who de who done it or who did what and and, you know, you just spin your wheels, spin your tails, and hopefully um, there will be some people captured or persons captured for this unfortunate attack. And then here we have yet more of the ugly. Police, police say, state that a woman found dead in a car park had been sexually assaulted. Unbelievable. Let's get to that. So, excuse me, one second here. Um, as we go to this, I hope we have no more technical difficulties, which we look like we will not. Oh boy. Hold on a second here. We got to get to the actual story here. All right, so this is from Loop TT. Okay, I apologize for the silence here. I know it's not radio professional like, but um, this is the 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 second story that was a part of the ugly side of uh, Trinidad culture and the ongoings, so to speak. So this was yesterday. Now, this was November twentieth of this was uh, literally a day ago. Again, this is from the Loop TT app. Police, woman found dead in car park had been sexually assaulted. I'm going to read the article. Again, I'll give you my few thoughts, as I did just a moment ago about the first story I read. Police said autopsy results for a woman found dead in a car park in Porta, Spain were inconclusive, but there was evidence that she had been sexually assaulted. Loop News was told that the victim was identified as Camille Hernandez of Maracas, St. Joseph. Police said foul play is suspected, but due to the autopsy being inconclusive, there is as yet no official cause of death. Police said that the body bore marks of violence and there was evidence of sexual assault. The post-mortem post was performed this week by Dr. Bures at the Forensic Science Center in Federation Park. Police were told that due to the state of decomposition, decomposition, a definitive cause of death could not be given. Tissue samples and blood samples from the deceased were secured for further testing and the body has since been released to relatives. Hernandez was discovered dead in a car park along Henry Street, Port of Spain on Friday morning. Officers of the Region Homicide Bureau of Investigations are continuing inquiries into this incident more on this as it becomes available tragic 
tragic. Again, if you if you hear the statement that police were told that due to the the state of decomposition, a definitive cause of death could not be given. So that means that how long was this 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 woman sitting in this car dead, deceased, expired? You know, like this seems to be the common thing happening now in Trinidad. And it's just, it's horrifying. And I know a lot of my family members and my loved ones there are almost, uh, was, uh, some of them are almost, and some of them are already there to being completely numb to this entire, just, just, just unbelievable amount of fuckery going on in Trinidad, all this death and destruction and all this shit happening there. And yes, again, for you, the listener, this is the kind of stuff that does happen. It happens, it happens, it happens. I mean, it's unfortunate for such a, a beautiful island. With, it, there's just so much ugly that goes on. And this is literally the ugly. Again, this was no pun intended. And um, I just, you can't say enough. You always wish for peace. You always wish for peace and quiet on the most beautiful country, in the most beautiful country. And yet it just seems that even despite a pandemic, this type of shit is still going on. Like just with the case a moment ago with the young lady and her and the, um, uh, her mother, you know, being gone down. The, uh, crime is not stopping despite the COVID. It might have slowed a little bit, but it's not stopping. You know, it still continues to go. And it's just, it's really, really unfortunate. And I mean, you know, it's kind of like what Joaquin Phoenix said in Hotel Rwanda. In that scene where he was like, he was saying to one of them there, he's like, you know, it's just too bad that, you know, we may say that it's so too, so too much of a tragic situation or whatever. And again, I'm paraphrasing, you know, but, and he said, like, oh, that's horrible. That's just too bad. You know, you know, whatever the case, thoughts and prayers, again, paraphrasing. And then they'll change the channel and they'll forget about it while you're still, if you're a, you're in the same country or the same place or region that shit is happening, you're living it and you don't get to change the channel and just put it out of your mind. You're living it. Some of them don't even make it through. And this is the kind of stuff that I can equate to what's going on in Trinidad. This is the ugly side of Trinidad that, you know, even people living in Trinidad do not want to recognize is going on. And a lot of them do recognize it and they keep it on the low that they are trying their best to get the hell out of the country unfortunately with the current lockdown can't go anywhere right i always fear for my 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 family and friends and uh colleagues and and um you know loved ones in trinidad i always do fear because you never know i mean you know that when you get that call Late at night or early in the morning from Trinidad, you know it's always bad news. I'm sure I've talked about this before in previous episodes already, but it is what it is. There is just never good news on the end of that phone call. You know, it's expensive just from Trinidad to call Toronto as, as, it, as it is, as it always has been. You know, there's easier ways to do it now, like WhatsApp. But when you're getting that call at that time, you know it's not good news. It never is. And again, it's just unfortunate because here you have you know, all these tragedies that are happening. And then can you imagine getting a call about, you know, your loved ones, your daughter, your wife, or your fiance, your girlfriend, whatever gets gone down in a car, or you found, uh, the police found, you know, 
one of your loved ones found dead in, in a car decomposing for god knows how long you know and then you have fucking crazy stories like this that i will finish off the ugly side of this before we begin the shelling and then we end the show there's this story now i was just like holy shit this is just the icing on the cake pretty much the icing on the ugly ass cake mind you this is just like are you kidding this kind of fell under the radar and a lot, a lot of people really was acknowledging this but this was the headline again this happened uh yesterday this uh story came out yesterday in the loop tt app uh drama in arima as bodies fly from funeral home van and if you see the picture there's fucking bodies on the floor in the middle of the street you know on gurneys wrapped up it's just what the hell there's a picture of it and a screen uh that the caption says a screen grab from a video in which two bodies are seen on an arima street after they fell out of a funeral home's transport vehicle holy christ i'll read the article again i'll give you my thoughts and then we'll be done with this ugly style stuff because the, again i'm not going to sugarcoat it but it is i don't want to end off on such a dark note here two corpses fell out the back of a funeral home's vehicle in arima this morning in a video posted on social media the corpses are seen strewn across an Arima road with vehicles including maxi-taxis swerving to avoid them. A voice note which accompanied the video explained that the driver swung out from a side street and the bodies fell out of the trunk. Jeez. The note also claimed that the driver, unaware of what happened, pulled into a gas station where he then realized that his, drunk, his trunk was open. A, quote, a funeral service van swing out from an in a side road and two body fly out the van and drop straight in the road and the man gone in the gas station when the man coming back from paying for he diesel he realized the van tray open the person said unquote excuse me unquote the person said the funeral service has not been named we'll update this story as more details are confirmed can you imagine if you're driving do i need to say any more and all of a sudden, you just see corpses coming at you. Holy shit. Man. And there you have it. I don't want to speak anymore about this because I'm starting to get a little bit... Feeling a little bit strange and morbid about this. But again, we're not speaking to baby ears here. Again, if you've got children awake and listening to this, you need to put them to sleep. Because this is the ugly side of Trinidad. But yeah, this is... Wow. Drama in Arima's bodies fly from funeral home van. And it's not just one, it's a couple of bodies. And Maxi Taxi's trying to get out of control, like trying to maintain control and not get out of control. And you see that on the road. Oh, man. It reminds me of a dream I had years ago. And I actually put it down as, a, as an idea for my eventual TFE films division um, that involve corpses. But uh, they're not flying out of a van on ground. They're coming from the sky, but I'll get into that some other time. But anyhow, oh, man. Having said that, let's get into the shilling, shall we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. On a bicycle eating an ice cream cone. Uh, so, if you enjoyed this week's show, and if you enjoy all the shows under the TFE Radio Network banner, please like, share, subscribe, 
you know, send us your positive feedback and love as you have. The numbers continue to grow both on the show side of things and the social media. And of course, your wonderful donations. Those of you living in Trinidad, thank you. I know you work you work a different kind of hard for your, your money. You know, you're at the, up at the ass crack of dawn and you're up making that dough and making things happen for yourself. And God bless all of you living in Trinidad right now. I know that the sun is blazing hot more now than ever. And I know it's uncomfortable, but you know, we Trinidadians are tough. You Trinidadians living in Trinidad especially are toughest because, you know, you grin and bear it and you still go out there and make things happen, make a life and don't let it slow you down, even though it could be completely physically taxing on the head and heart and on the brain, on the entire body, the entire system to be having all the sun beaming down on you and you got to go out and, you know, make things happen and, you know, earn a living, so... God bless all of you. My thoughts and prayers to everybody and to all the people who were lost in some of these stories. Um, man, God bless all, all of them and their families and my condolences. And, you know, let's just try to keep the positivity and the unity in Trinidad. You know, like much like how Drupati and um, Michelle Montano talked about real unity. You know, we need that. Not just amongst blacks and browns, but again, uh, with every other race, color, creed, and religion in Trinidad. Again, that's a story I will talk about some other time. You know, it, it's uh, perhaps next week I will speak about the racism that is very prevalent and runs rampant throughout Trinidad. Even to this day, you know, the election recently with Kamala B. Sassar and uh, Keith Rowley was the biggest example of racism still. Um, again, if you even want to look at that. As a, as, a, as a focal point, that is a great part, uh, a great place to start when it comes to the racism in Trinidad that still unfortunately exists. Anyhow, having said that, if you would like to donate to us, you could use the www.paypal.me slash T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O, that's T-F-E Navarro. You can donate to us via our PayPal account. Um... You could also use our Amazon's Audible Unique URL, as you heard throughout the show's commercials. You can get yourself an Amazon Audible trial service going. Uh, Amazon would then give us a kickback whether you keep the service or not. It was just, uh, you know, the thought that counts if you keep it. You know, at least you, you try to use our, our link to get it going and see if you like it or not. Um, if not... Then again, you keep your free downloaded audiobook, and we still get a little something from it, though, regardless. And you as well. And, uh, you know, everybody all wins. And uh, if you want to join us on social media, you can join me on social media, as a lot of you have, at TFE Navarro. That's T F E N N A V A R R O. TFE Navarro on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And uh, I believe that's it. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, and of course, you could just look up James Navarro on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever. And you'll see the same profile picture as you see all the time. It's consistent with all my other social media. You can join my company at TFE Worldwide on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, you can go and check us out at TFE, the franchise entertainment, all one word, or however way you want to space it out, you'll find us. It's the same logo everywhere. And also, if you want to check us out online as I'm fixing up the link and just uh, updating it, 
with our current links, including the ones I'm giving you. It's already there, but I gotta do a little tweaking, fine tuning. It's my URLs slash TFE. Sorry, it's my URLs.com slash TFE worldwide. And again, that's it for now. I hope that you all enjoyed today's show. I gave you literally the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you join us here next week for another episode of TFE Radio Trinidad. All things Trinidad. Again, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly of the, of, of the country I love the most. And like David Rudder says at the beginning of the show, welcome to Trinidad. <laughs>